The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit podcast emergency edition. Uh, Lions final preseason edition slash cut preview edition. Uh, my name is Jeremy Reisman. This is going to be a nice quick one. I'm the editor in chief of Pride of Detroit. I'm here at Ford Field after the Lions lose their final preseason game 27 to 17 to the Indianapolis Colts. But the real story here is who made the impression to make the final 53 roster. And let's go over some of uh, the key battles that we figured some things out on Friday night. And I think the first one to talk about is quarterback. Um, Unfortunately, this one might be decided by injury. Tim Boyle leaves the game in the first quarter after suffering an injury to his throwing hand. Dan Campbell says he's going to miss some time most likely, so that means David Blau is almost certainly going to be your backup entering the season. The Lions will have to make a decision whether they want Tim Boyle to stay on the 53-man roster as a third quarterback or potentially put him on an injury list. Um, Campbell mentioned that he's going to probably take the full weekend before making any moves, so we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, Boyle had a pretty good game, though, unfortunately. Um, you know, it had to end with injury there, but um, led the Lions on a, a pretty impressive drive there, uh, had some tight throws, and uh, did it all with an injured hand. So he showed a lot of grit out there that I'm sure Dan Campbell is going to enjoy. Bo- uh, Blau, on the other hand, um, started out the night really well as well, um, but threw some really poor passes there in the second half. Couldn't get much going there, but um, like I said, the injury is probably going to force the Lions' hand there. Blau will be uh, the backup quarterback almost certainly. Uh, moving to running back, uh, I thought it was another impressive day, and uh, a lot of credit has to go to Deuce Staley for getting this position group turned around completely. Um, early on, it looked like it was Jamar Jefferson's job, and no one was going to compete for that. Then you got Godwin Iguabuque, uh moving that moving from safety to running back this offseason and really just getting better week after week after week. And I think he's really made a, uh, a conversation to be had about the Lions potentially keeping a fourth running back, something that we really hadn't discussed much going into this preseason. And uh, we haven't even talked about the other guys either. Diedrich Mills continues to run well. Um, Craig Reynolds had a nice 
play on a screen pass. Um, those guys seem more destined for the practice squad. Um, but Godwin Igwebuki is, is a name definitely to keep your eye on as the Lions make these cuts. Uh, moving on to wide receivers, it was kind of the opposite story there. Um, no one really made a, a good impression there. Maybe Quintus Cephas, you could say, did, but he also got a holding penalty. I think he's probably safe as maybe the Lions wide receiver four, but that wide receiver five spot, still wide open. Um, another disappointing performance from Bashad Perriman, who dropped two passes on the day. Um, but you could say uh, it might have been a good sign for Tom Kennedy. Did not play much in this game. Uh, after the game, Campbell said it, they simply wanted to get longer looks at some of these guys, and they got longer looks at him, and no one seemed to really separate from the group there. Maybe Geronimo Allison had, had a better day than, uh, than maybe some were expecting, two catches for 25 yards. But again, uh, not much uh, impressive performances from that group. I think you might be looking for uh, someone on the waiver wire there, but I would say Quintus Cephas is probably a lock there. Beyond that, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Maybe maybe the fact that they didn't have a long look at Kennedy means they've already evaluated him and, and believe that he has a good chance of making this roster. Uh, moving to tight ends, uh, I thought it was interesting that Brock Wright got the opportunity first ahead of Alizé Mack. Um, you know, caught one pass on the day, moved the chains once. Alizé Mack, I believe, also caught one pass in the game only for three yards. So I don't know exactly what the story is there. Um, one one thing to maybe keep in mind there, and I've been talking with Eric Schlitt a little bit about this, is Jason Cabinda has been getting a little work at tight end, and we saw it in this game as well. Maybe the Lions only carry two tight ends into the into the season. Use Jason Cabinda kind of as that maybe uh, – that emergency guy, and, and we know we've heard Dan Campbell talk very highly of Jason Cabinda, so he could maybe sneak into that TE3 conversation as the Lions maybe move on from both Alizé Mack and Brock Wright. Offensive line uh, was just kind of an unfortunate story in this game. Uh, line suffered two injuries that could have drastic impacts on this roster construction. Um, first, we see Dan Skipper get carted off uh, midway through the game. Uh, that one appears to be serious. We didn't get an update from Dan Campbell after the game, but um, he was a guy that was really starting content to contend for that OT4 spot um, with uh, with a guy like Matt Nelson who was struggling towards the end of the preseason. Um, but it looks like Nelson's job is probably safe there. And then Logan Stenberg also left the game with a lower leg injury. Um, wasn't carted off, but he did go uh, to the injury tent and then to the locker room, which means Maybe someone else on this team who we haven't really been considering uh, making this uh, roster gets an opportunity. And, and the guy I would point to is Tommy Kramer because he got called out by Dan Campbell after the game saying he made a couple of plays there. And he's really kind of been repping with those twos and threes. Uh, a semi-versatile guy, but um, maybe not exactly um, someone that you want to be relying on right away. So um, th there could be some shuffling there depending on how serious Logan Stenberg's injury at this point. We don't know how serious it is, but I would say Tommy Kramer's uh, arrow is, is trending upwards kind of by default just because there were uh, those injuries to the offensive linemen in this game. Moving to the defensive side of the ball, um, another big game from Kevin Schroeder. Kevin Strong gets a, another sack, the, the Lions' lone sack of the game, making the Lions' decision pretty difficult, I would say, considering uh, that they already have a, a pretty deep roster there. I think the question is what the Lions want to do with Deshaun Hand. He's a guy that hasn't played in the last two weeks, looks like he's not going to be ready for the regular season. Do you trust a guy like that? Do you want him on your roster? He, he looked really good at the start of camp. He looked like he had really turned a corner and maybe had had started to, to show signs that he could be the guy that he was in that rookie season. 
or do you say he's not trustworthy? Let's get a guy who's here, who's available. Um, Kevin Strong. I would say if we're, we're talking about players who maybe trended down this game, maybe Bruce Hector, a guy who I think a lot of people were hoping would, would make a roster spot. I don't think he played particularly well as the Lions really struggled in the middle of that defense in the second half as the Colts kind of took over uh, really everything offensively. They ran the ball particularly well, which brings us to the linebackers. Uh, I thought the Lions linebacker usage was very interesting in this game. Again, we saw Jalen Reeves-Maben and Jelani Tavai start this game. No real mistakes from that unit as the defense played pretty solidly in that first half. Tavai even got a pressure on a, on a well-timed blitz, although he was a little bit late. Um, but then uh, they, they bring in uh, our our lord and savior, let's just say Derek Barnes, comes in, immediately makes a, a fantastic play on a screen, play on third down, forces a field goal attempt. Uh, but then at the in, in the second half, you pretty much only saw Anthony Pittman and Tavante Beckett, and I don't think they were particularly strong in their efforts uh, in that second half. And I think those guys maybe both are headed to the practice squad. Um, maybe just one of them. Pittman, I think, had an opportunity maybe to, to win a roster spot ahead of Tavai. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Tavai, right? Um, he's a guy that, that came in, I think, as most people thought, off the roster, didn't make any big mistakes, didn't necessarily make any big plays there. But again, he's repping ahead of all these guys. Is this the Lions coaching staff just giving him one more opportunity, or is he still in their good graces? It's something that, that we'll just have to keep a close eye on. Uh, moving to cornerback, A.J. Parker, another fantastic performance. I think this guy has a roster spot locked up. The question is, will he be the starter? Um, and who will be behind him or who will be contending for him at that spot? Because Cornelder and Nikel Roby Coleman are both guys who have experience in this league um, but haven't made a lot of plays, and part of that is just they got a late start in training camp. But the Lions needed a play on defense to start that second half, and who was the guy who got it? Cornelder with a really nice interception jumping around and maybe that's that's all it takes to, to win that job over Nikel Roby Coleman we'll see um, there's just such a small sample size there that maybe a play like that can really tip the scales solid game from Mike Ford who I think was already had locked up a roster spot but um, lost his guy in that big 60 yard play but had a, a couple of really good plays early in the first half there um, that I think it's going to make some noise and maybe you know, when if the Lions ever have to rely on a, a, a third outside corner, he might be the guy. Uh, Fatou Melifanu might be that guy, but I think Mike Ford maybe looks like the more ready guy right away. Don't have a lot of observations on, on the safety group. C.J. Moore was out there and made a play early in the game. I think he was already roster locked due to his special teams. Um, Dean Marlowe, up and down day for him. I think he's probably safe as well just because he's got the most experience. Uh, of the reserves over there. Uh, we didn't see Tracy Walker. We didn't see Will Harris. Not a surprise there. Um, so to, to kind of recap, I, I think we're kind of stuck here with a, a lot of questions still as, as Dan Campbell and the Lions front office have a, a lot of questions to answer over this weekend. And I, I think the particular hard spots that they're going to have to figure out is, is Godwin Igwebuke going to make this team? He, he really showed a massive improvement, I think, in the past couple weeks at camp. And, you know, can the Lions trust DeAndre Swift to be safe? Do they need that extra player at the running back position to, to help round out the depth and, and potentially, um, you know, save them in case of an injury? I think there's a good case to be made there. What do they do at the wide receiver position? We know Tyrell Williams. We know Amon Ross St. Brown. We know Khalif Raymond. Those three are safe. Quintus Cephas, probably safe. 
But what do you make of Tom Kennedy? What do you make of Brashad Perriman struggling again to make a, a, an impact in, in a, a key situation there? And it doesn't really seem like anyone else on that depth chart. Sage Surratt, Damian Ratley, both those guys got long looks, did not make a, a very good impression. And then tight end, we, we talked about that a little bit. And uh, the backup quarterback situation should be interesting to, to follow up on with, uh, with the injury situation. Um, those injuries are really going to force some interesting situations because, again, if you put them on IR before you make the cutdowns, those guys cannot come back. So I'm not sure that's uh, something that they would want to do with Tim Boyle. I think they like Tim Boyle a lot, and if you were to put him on IR, that means he's done for the season and you're relying on David Blau the rest of the year. Same sort of thing with a guy like Logan Stenberg. Like It, it would be easier for, for maybe them to put a guy like him on IR and, and create an extra roster spot there but do you want to rely on a guy like Tommy Kramer for the rest of the season? So lines have a lot of tough decisions coming up ahead and um, we're, we're going to see how it all plays out. Like I said, Campbell says he said he was going to take the full weekend to make some of these key decisions. We probably won't see much of anything until Monday. So uh, it'll be a tough long weekend for a lot of these guys who, who tried to make an impression who probably know they're on the roster bubble. Uh, it's going to be an anxiety filled weekend. Hopefully they can find some time to, to make for themselves. Uh, but we'll be right here, Pride of Detroit, giving you all the sort of content that you're looking for. We're going to be giving our own 53-man roster predictions, our own thoughts on the roster bubble players. So make sure you head to prideofdetroit.com for all the latest lines news, analysis, opinions, all that sort of stuff. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the PODcast where we'll have plenty of content this weekend as well. But until next time, my name is Jeremy Reisman. It's chaos. Be kind. Be kind.